Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Film and TV Edition. Of course, we don't have any film and TV shows to talk about, but we're just going to go with the flow, Ma. How are you feeling? How are oh, you? I'm feeling great, daughter. Everything is fine. I just had a lovely picnic meal. Although my picnic is indoors, I just had a lovely picnic meal. And now I'm in the process of enjoying a cocktail. How about okay. you, sweetie? Uh, yeah, I've been, you know, up and at them, just kind of taking care of things, grilling today. Um, and hopefully looking forward to going to the boat tomorrow. And um, I'm keeping track of the U.S. Open. Uh, let's see what happens. Our girl Coco, you know, she's made it to the fourth round as at the time of this recording. Uh, and so who else? She's playing tomorrow, not today, right? Well, when the people hear this, it, they'll be listening. Oh, she'll be playing. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. she'll be oh. playing today. Okay. Today. So, uh, all right, Ma, um, we need to tell everybody what we're sipping on. I actually made a cocktail uh, as well from 10 okay. to 1 rum. So, Ma, you ready to I'm do sorry, it? what's the name of it? I don't think the people ten, heard it. 10 to ten 1 rum. One rum. That's right. Okay, let's raise our glasses to long, 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 long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness, and the end to gun violence. Oh, yeah. Salute. 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 Okay. That was pretty tasty, actually. All right, Ma. Um, so, Ma, let's just get into it. Mitch McConnell. Now, we know he appeared to freeze involuntarily at an event in his home state of Kentucky. It was the second time in just over a month that the 81-year-old struggled to speak. Now, we know that he suffered a concussion, uh, a concussion earlier yes. this year in March. And everything, obviously, was caught on camera. And it just, to me, is very sad, Ma. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Mitch McConnell, what should be done. Um, we know we talked about age limit, um, you know, limit the term limits. What are your thoughts, Ma? Well, if you're talking immediate, what needs to happen is that he immediately needs to receive whatever medical care uh, is available. I'm sure he's had a full medical assessment and been diagnosed with whatever specifically the form of dementia is. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 you know, whatever form of mental or physical and or physical deterioration is going on, mm -hmm. uh, probably age related, maybe related to the fall. I don't know, but clearly something is going on that has rendered him uh, in a not able to do his job to mm -hmm. the best of his ability. Uh, the last sighting, uh, television sighting that I saw of uh, Mitch was where he just didn't even, he was not oriented to uh, where he was, what was going on, you know, and so forth. And, and that's a clear, apparent uh, sign, a clear and blatant sign that he is not up to the job any longer. So in his case, what needs to happen is that he needs to go out on medical disability. However, mm -hmm. they do that all jobs allow for that somehow. His seat 
you know, maybe somebody else needs to come in. I'm not even going into the political aspects of it. I'm just saying, you know, how they resolve that because there's a number of different ways. But what needs to happen is that he needs to be definitely uh, out on medical leave, okay, and removed from whatever committees he's on and so on and so forth. He is not able to do that. If you don't even know where you are, you know, you just have random moments of, of, uh, non-coherence or incoherence and so forth, you are not able to do your job. And if that happened on camera, imagine what happens when he is not on camera. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so uh, he needs to be out on medical disability. Okay. And that mm-hmm. could happen immediately. And that's why I, you know, resort to that because mm-hmm. that can happen immediately. Some of the other things may take longer, but he needs to be out ASAP mm-hmm. on medical I don't know if what's wrong with him is curable or just manageable or whatever, but at this time, he is not able to perform his job. Mm-hmm. If, you don't, if you don't even know where the hell you are, you know, you certainly are not able to do your job. Long term, of course, there needs to be term limits and they need to be given whatever type of lucidity tests they give or test for lucidity, I should say, um, uh, or mental competency you know, and or mental competency, they need to do that uh, once they reach a certain age. And if and if they pass it, they pass it. If they don't, they don't. They claim they do it now. Clearly, they do not. They claim they have some sort of something that they adhere to. Either it's not adhered to at all or very loosely and inconsistently. They need to have some clear and consistent guidelines for determining whether or not uh, a person uh, over a certain age is, uh, you know, mentally competent to do the job. Mm-hmm. I mean, that needs to happen really almost at any age, but certainly should be mandated when you reach a certain age. Yes, because you can uh, suffer, you know, a mental uh, health breakdowns at it's a much early earlier piece. age. You, sure, sure. Yeah, it, it could happen. At, it actually could happen at any age, uh, you know, absolutely. but definitely once but you there's some to, age related things. that, Of course, of, of course, of uh, course. I just wanted to kind of just, you know, pretty much just, you know, I'm, I'm in, in agreement with you fully. Uh, but Mitch McConnell should be oh. removed um, from office at this point. He oh, um, obviously is not able to uh, do his job to the fullest extent based on his mental health. Well, we um, don't also, even able to do it at all. Right. How he's functioning. Right. And, and Diane Feinstein, and we don't even, we don't really mention her, who is 90 well, she, years old. She's physically out. She's, she's physically, has it been, when has she been actually operating and functioning in her role? All right. Well, in a long time. And this and she's, is, even old, she's even older than me. She's time. 90. Yeah, she's ni- yeah, nine yeah. years older. Now, yeah. here's, here's the thing for me is that, you know, I really, I kind of always go back and forth on this because we don't want to discriminate against anybody based on age. Now, what, but this situation is a lot more dire. This is not, like you mentioned this before, this is not in the private sector. This is not in, this is in a situation where you are affecting millions of people's lives. You know, you are... Uh, drafting uh, legislation, drafting, you know, different laws. And, you know, this affects millions and millions of people. And actually even worldwide, because everyone is looking at the United States as a leader. Absolutely. And so I, 
important for them to be, you know, in a position where they cannot function. Right. And, and, and are there some people who are 80 years old, obviously, who are competent to handle the job? Yes, there are. I just think that uh, a lot aren't. And I also think that people aren't bowing out gracefully and going uh, when they know that they aren't uh, to their fullest strength and aren't capable of doing the job. And to me, I look at people like that and I think that they're being crooked. I don't know if it's them that's doing it. I don't know if it's, you know, some of the political parties that are doing it, but it's not cool. Um, and my, you know, and I would say. Um, I'm going to go with 75. Now you can say either 75 will be the complete cutoff or 75 will be the last term for the, uh, you know, for four, four years um, or, you know, 74 will be the last when there's a six year term. And to me, I think by the time that you're 80, for sure, you should be, you shouldn't be up there anymore. That's, that's just how I feel. Um, so between 75 and 80, but we're, we're both pretty much in I'm good. Right. I'm going to say that I'm going to get really, really very specific about that and say that the age should be determined by the data that they compile about what time we start to look for signs of early onset, uh, dementia or early onset Alzheimer's, you know, and so forth. I think we should really use the data. Mm hmm set up the guidelines so you know there's no biases involved it's just purely data you, mm -hmm. you got me and i think we should use the data to start testing for that okay oh, i think for testing but i i, I yeah. don't think that I'm only, I'm only talking about the testing oh okay because it, i'm only talking about the testing and then and then case by case assessment in addition to term limits because you may not be you know, are we testing mentally and physically? Okay, because there's also the physical part. Do you still have, you might be sharp as a tack, but do you have the physical stamina to do the things required for your job? Well, Ma, we've had presidents who were in the wheelchair, so I don't, I don't know. That's, that's different, but that's different. That's very, very different. That was a different era. A different time. So you can't discriminate against people based on that, Ma. You don't. You will not be discriminating because you may be in a wheelchair for the rest of your life, but it doesn't mean that you aren't functioning well. It doesn't mean that you are otherwise functioning well. You, you follow me? That's an altogether different story. And I don't want to say what I'm really thinking, uh, but if necessary, I'm going to say I don't think we'll see anybody in that wheelchair do, they won't be elected into office in a wheelchair. They might become wheelchair bound. They, you know, or every president that was elected was basically ambulatory in the recent years. You are not going to get a non-ambulatory president elected into office. Well, what not about what, what about the governor? Of our, what about the governor of, of our state? I don't know what was going on when he was elected. And besides, that's the governor. That's not, and it's Texas. Okay. It's well, Texas. you know, I'm joking. You know, I can't stand him, but I'll yeah. get a little. So that's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother situation. Overall, in general, a person that's going to be voted for by the entire country, uh, not likely to be sitting in a wheelchair when they're elected. Well, I don't know about that because I don't, I don't believe in discrimination. Because it's not likely to be true. Okay, um...
All right, Ma. So let's move on since we're in still, you know, in they that won't meeting. even elect a brilliant woman. You think they're going to elect somebody in a wheelchair? The, um, if it's a man over a woman, they would. Not even. Not now. Maybe years ago, but not now. Okay. Well, I don't, you know, like I said, I don't want to go there. I don't want to just to go with that. I, I don't, don't want to go there either. And I don't think that because you're wheelchair bound, that makes you not able to complete your job. You right. need your overall, it needs to be things like your blood pressure. Right. You know, these kind of your heart, your liver, your function, those, your organ function, those kind of things. The right. things that have to do with your stamina and your endurance, not that you happen to have be sitting in a wheelchair due to uh, an unfortunate circumstance or to, you know, illness. No, you know, I don't say that. I absolutely don't believe that. So, okay. but uh, yeah, they need to put some systems in place so that you don't have a person who was former... Uh, former lead, right, was a former lead, minority lead, and uh, uh, ma majority and minority leader. He's been both, whichever. Mm -hmm. uh, you certainly don't need to see him on television, not even knowing where the hell he is. Right. Not even knowing what the hell is going on, you know. And, and, and being interviewed, asking him, is he going to run again, you know, and he doesn't uh, you know. know where, where he is. You know, that I, person I, was just thought, throwing shade. I thought that was really cruel, but I thought that was cruel. I not, that too. Has, not that he hasn't been a cruel person, you know, but you know, you, you don't kick a person when they're down and well, you can see it was down. Well, you, see, you, you know, my, like, that's my thing. Here's, you know, listen, I, I do not yeah. like Mitch McConnell at all. There's nothing about this man that I like. I do not want to see people abuse somebody who doesn't even know that they're on the planet. I don't think that's cool. Now, I, I, I don't like it. That's yeah. just how I feel. So, oh, oh, he just gloated how he treated President Obama, how he packed the courts with conservative judges, how he wouldn't let uh, uh, Merrick Garland, you know, be seated on the Supreme Court. He wouldn't even hear it. Okay. You know, oh, he just gloated and gloated and gloated. How wonderful that was. And now look at him. Ma, I okay, so I thought we weren't doing that because you literally just did that. That wasn't nice. Okay. That was mean. I didn't finish. I didn't finish. Okay. What I was going to say is that he has been very cruel. And I say now, look I at know him. that. And you said, look okay. at him. Okay. That's cruel. I, I did mean look at him, but I also meant cruel things, terrible things happen to people who are not cruel as well. But my, that wasn't a good example. Well, how about this? I still would, even though he was so cruel and now look at him, I still do not want to see him in the shape he's in, in on the television. In front of everybody. I still think he should have dignity in whatever he's going through and not be subjected to what is happening to him right now. If he was in his right mind, he wouldn't subject himself to that, if that makes any sense at all. That, that's true. No, I, I don't say, oh, ha, ha. I say, well, you mentioned that. All right, ma. You, I don't, Even I'm... though he was very cruel, I don't feel that people should be cruel to him. Okay. I don't think he hopes at all. So maybe okay. I mentioned it because I was reminding the listeners of the things that he has done. Because some people may not know or may have forgotten. 
Mm, I don't think they've forgotten how cruel he is, but okay. I paid attention in the first place. But, yeah, well, um, there's that part, yeah. Well, there's that part. That's why I mentioned it, not because I'm trying to be cruel. Listen, let me tell you, I believe in karma. I believe we all pay for whatever we do. Okay, I see you wrapping and rolling your hands for me to wrap okay. it. Okay, all right. Ma, like, it's why good. does everybody have to know everything that I do? I, they don't know everything you do. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway. They don't, know, they don't know all the little hand signs that you give me to cut and be quiet. Okay, go ahead. Then they don't ever work, so I, I should not do them anymore. Okay, uh, Ma. Anyway, so Ma, we know that in, in, what's his name? Enrique, Enrique Tario and Harrison Floyd, um, we know that they are feeling the pain for uh, some of the craziness they did regarding uh, former President Trump. I didn't even want to say that, uh, Trump. Anyway, uh, we know Enrique is the member, was the was he the leader of the Proud Boys? And yeah. Harrison Floyd, Floyd was the, the executive director of Black Voices for Trump. And from what I'm hearing, Enrique could face up to 33 years in prison. Yeah. You know, for his all his conspiracy well, that's what the theories. Government, based on the government guidelines. Right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I know and I know that Harrison is in a lot of trouble. And he was the only one that actually, I think, served some jail time, um, you know, recently when they in, indicted and arrested all those people. Well, that's because he had other charges because he attacked a, uh, an agent. He attacked uh, yes. an FBI agent. Yes. Yeah. Well, I I know you would be on it, Ma. Um, do you think that you find any of this ironic that both of them are, uh, you know, people of color, no. uh, both no. of African descent no. and Latin for no. uh, Enrique? Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I like to point it out because it's just so heartbreaking and ridiculous. No, I don't find it ironic because those people have some issues going on once again we okay. underestimate the prevalence of mental health problems yeah and these people have mental health issues going on okay so they are delu delusional and off on some other kind of mission nope 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 i find it i find it sad i find it heartbreaking i could almost sit down and cry but i'd be doing a whole lot of crying and it wouldn't help Okay. Yeah. I find it sad. I find it heartbreaking. I find it a blatant and clear and obvious sign of self hatred and mental illness. And and whoever. You... Go ahead, ma. No, and when whenever people are extremists in any area, something else is going on. Oh, for Some... sure. Something is clearly out of balance mentally. And oh, these yeah. people have not gotten the help they deserve. And these people have been manipulated into various forms of self-hatred and hatred, period. And they have been utilized and manipulated by people who have a, who have a bigger agenda and people who are greedy, evil, want more power. Some of them are already powerful and they want even more power. And so on and so forth. These people are pawns. Mm -hmm. And these people are foolish and have given up their lives or a great part of their lives to what is not going to serve them at all. To, to, they have given up their lives for a cause that is going to destroy them in the end. Mm -hmm. and, it's, and to me, it's just heartbreaking. 
It's just heartbreaking. It's like letting the abuser get over on you. You know, it's like you, you know, you when you go for uh, evil, hatred, revenge and all that, it's not going to work. It's a boomerang. It's a boomerang. And these people have become pawns because they are very easy to manipulate, clearly. Mm -hmm. And they have this mentality that many cultists have. And it's just a high level of vulnerability that people who are in better mental health do not have. You got me? And there's a disconnect from what is to what these people are believing. There's a big disconnect. And it just breaks my heart. It just breaks my heart. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's soul crushing, uh, you know, and, you know, these people are going to, it looks like they are going to pay probably even more of a severe price than some of their other friends. Uh, but whatever. Hey, you know what? Evil. When, the buck stop, when the buck stops with you, yep. when you're the head person in charge, that's, that's, that's what, happens. what happens. Yeah. Right. Okay, Uh, so my let's move on to um, something a little bit lighter, uh, but something that is an issue that's going on now, like I said, since this is the film and TV edition, we always need to um, update everybody on what's going on with SAG-AFTRA and uh, also with WGA. And so we know that the strike is continuing for uh, both unions. So Jimmy Kimmel said that he was actually ready to hang up his late night, you know, host hat before the Writers Guild strike, you know, took place. And he, along with several other hosts, have started a podcast called Strike Force 5, which is Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, John Oliver and Seth Myers, and they are doing 12 episodes with all of the, the five hosts participating. Yeah. And yeah. what it's supposed to do, Ma, is it's going to benefit. The money is going towards the people, the production crew who's suffering from, I love um, you know, I love that. obviously I love that. the strike. And I thought I, that was really cool. Me too. Me really too. Cool. I love that. I love that. So, well, uh, very, very, very Really well thought out. So I'm going to ask you, my out of those five hosts, which hosts do you miss the most? Jimmy Kimmel. You yeah. know I love Jimmy Kimmel out of all of them. Yeah, out of he's all more of com- them. He seems more compassionate. I've, I've, I've actually cried watching Jimmy Kimmel. Watching just him, not guests on his show, watching mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. So Jimmy Kimmel, that's it. I agree with you. And I'm also I'm also going to say, well, Jimmy Kimmel for sure. And I'm going to say, Trevor Noah, I would like to see you back on Late Night. Me too, Trev. I don't know what you're doing. I'm sure you're doing it. And you and you just a cutie pie and everything. But guess what? You're too much of an intellect and you're too cute for stand up comedy. He, you I said it. I know that's not nice to say. You but, said it. You know. Jeff, you're kind of a little bit too cutie-uty for that, you know. But, yeah. you know, you know, you're clever, you're, you, you know, you're smart, you're cute, you're handsome, you're everything, and we miss you. That's all I'm going to say. I don't know what the hell else you're doing, but you were doing so damn good as the host of a 
you know, uh, the, of the what, night show, tonight show, whatever we call it, you know. Daily um, show. Daily show. Listen, yeah. Trevor, we miss you. That's all. We miss you. Yep. And he has the same birthday as me. So, yeah. Okay. All right, Ma. Um, so now let's move on again. We're still talking about the strike, um, but this is from your girl. And I think you, you like her. Oh, you like her okay, at least. Um, Selena Gomez. Oh, yeah. Selena Gomez okay. So Selena... She, I like her in um, uh, Only Murders in the Building. Yeah. Well, you know, Selena, they came after Selena. And I think Selena has the most social media followers, I think, across all platforms combined, I think. Uh, I know she's very popular anyway on social media. So she posted a, I guess, like some behind the scene footage of only murders in the building. And she said missing and wanting only murders Hulu. And the people came after her. Some people. Why? Well, because they felt that she was, uh, you know, going against the strike and promoting only murders in the building and that she was kind of out of touch with it and i thought and she deleted it it's been she it was up there for 15 hours and it got a million likes uh i thought that she was um not really promoting it per se but she just wishes that everything would be back to normal that's what i think i think it was a really harmless kind of statement uh, I think people were just jumping on it, being hypersensitive, you know, as as people can be under normal circumstances, and then they can certainly be that way under these circumstances when there's a strike going on, and there's just a, a heightened level of sensitivity to all of it. You oh, know? of course. So, I mean, I kind of got it both ways, but I, I, I'm going to, for the most part, give Selena a pass because yeah. I don't think I don't think her head and heart was there you know, against the strikers at all. I don't, mm. I, don't, I don't think that, I don't, I don't get that from her in any sense, you know, so. Uh, Selena seems like a, a cool person and she seems like she has a good heart. I, I don't get, I'm with you on that. So, you know, people just always have something to say. All right, Ma. Now, here we go. We're going to our out-of-pocket or on-the-money segment. Um, and so okay. we're, we're going to start it off with a, Neo's ex-fiance who oh, you know who is now on Atlanta Housewives. Uh, Mongetta Shore Carter. Have you seen her on there or you don't? Is she somebody cousin? No, I did listen. I, I've seen her. I know the name. I know the person from, you know, whatever. Well, but listen. She, isn't she somebody's cousin? Isn't she? Uh, I don't, I haven't watched the Housewives in a Okay, long all right, time. never mind. But so anyhow, go ahead. What about her? Okay, so she claimed yeah. in a new interview that she and Neil broke up a decade ago because of how often he wanted to bring other sexual partners into their bedroom. Okay. He, she said, we cheated together, if that makes sense. We did things together. It's not cheating if you're involved with it. And then it just wasn't enough for him. I was like, well, no, I didn't sign up to do this every day. It became a problem when he wanted that a lot. She said maybe twice a year, but ultimately it became too much. If you want that, then you don't want me. I tried to keep it cute and spicy, but it wasn't enough. But okay. it is what it is. Okay. Out of pocket or on the money. 
Leo has not commented on this. Out of pocket. Not out of pocket because she made a decision about how she wanted the relationship to go. Um, Obviously, she's responsible for half of the relationship. So she's supposed to say what she doesn't, doesn't want. That part is on the money, of course. But that she is discussing it and sharing it in public. Why? You said you broke up with the man 10 years ago. Did I hear that right? Oh, you heard it. Did, that, did, did she say they, but well, why are you talking about what broke your love? You made your decision. It's over. Goodbye. What well, you think you're telling on Leo? Well, I'm Neo. You think you're telling on Neo? So well, what? Ma, you know what, what is really funny about this is that she's always said that uh, she, he, Neo told her he didn't want to get married. He didn't ever, he never wanted to get married or didn't believe in marriage or whatever. And yeah. then he gets another woman pregnant and goes and marries her. So this well, is not his ex-wife. Well, I understand. This is his ex- See, but come on, come so on. So there's we a lot all, of things going we all on there. Know what's, we all know what's up, okay? Mm-hmm. Because, and, and I'm good. Thank you, daughter. I'm glad you brought that up because she's feeling some kind of resentment. And so you think you're going to get out here and tell people, oh, Neo did this, Neo did So what? So what? He didn't put a gun on you. If you if you telling us that he physically or mentally abused you and you couldn't didn't couldn't make a decision, you didn't know what you was doing. You made a decision. He told you what he wanted in the relationship and what he didn't want. You all didn't get married and just got engaged because he didn't feel like getting married. At least not at the time, and at least not to you. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's the way it went down, and you had your decision to make. You stay in and hang out and see how things go, or you cut bait and say, look, I put enough time in this. This is not what I want to do anymore. I'm out. You know, see, this is the thing that bothers me so much. Just accept things for what it is. We all been disappointed somehow or another, you know, so you, you just make an assessment. This is what you're going to go with, or this is what you're not going to go with. You come in 10 years later discussing anything about what it was that you agreed to mm-hmm. at the time of your own free volition. Mm-hmm. It wasn't any type of a kidnap or, you know, enslavement or bondage or any kind of stuff that you're talking about. It's what you agreed with. Mm-hmm. If it got, if the relationship turned into something that you, you were not in agreement with, then you pull out. It's just that simple. Well, that, That's I mean, I in think, any relationship. The yeah. elements in, of the relationships may be different, but in every relationship, either you're going with it or you're not. And it's I think, just that simple. And I think that was my issue. Like hearing her say this, listen, you know, a lot of people say, because this whole thing, oh, well, the, the, oh, my man wants to do this and wants to do that. You don't have to do it. You there do you not go. have to there do you it. Go. You really don't want to do it. Don't do it. And if you think that this is going to keep him, that is not going to keep him. If you feel uncomfortable doing something and then you do it because you think it's going to keep him, that and, and it's going against everything, quote unquote, that is against what you believe in or what you want, it's not going to keep him. And we see and it did not what? keep him. And, and to then, me, and then, me listen, he, my, oh, go no, ahead. No. And then with his, uh, the person that he actually married, we see what happened with that situation where he uh, was out cheating so bad or whatever and doing all type of stuff. She filed for divorce and she filed for divorce on him a couple of times and he tried to he went her back and blah, blah, blah. But it's just in him to be out in the streets, apparently. I don't listen. We don't know that for sure. I'm basing it on what she's saying and we're basing it on things that we've heard uh, from Neil's previous relationships. 
that clearly right. he is not trying to be a tie down. So, right. you know. It, you know what? There you go. See, here's my thing. Mm -hmm. In every relationship, it ultimately comes down to this. Either you going my way, I'm going your way, or we meet in the middle. Mm -hmm. Okay? And if none of those occur, then the relationship is over. Either we compromised, okay? Mm -hmm. Give and take, which is what most relationships are. Most mm -hmm. relationships are compromised. Nobody gets everything they want, okay? Not usually. When it goes into somebody getting everything they want, and it then that means it gets one-sided. And that doesn't work out long-term either, mm -hmm. okay? It needs to be some level of compromise. But if he wasn't willing to compromise with what you wanted or whatever, then you need to pull out. It's just that plain and simple. Don't talk about, oh, I did this for him. You you didn't do nothing for him. You did it because that's what you wanted to do. You made that decision. You made that decision. Oh, you know, it. you did that's it. But you did it because, like, like I said, somebody can say to you, oh, do this. Listen, you don't want to do it. Don't do it. Don't ever. You're an adult. You're an adult. I don't want to hear that. You were not a child under him. You were right. not even, because listen, listen, they were, she it wasn't even like she was 18 years old and he was in his thirties or forties or whatever. Right. And you know, she was, right. they were eight there, the, like almost the same age. I got you. Stop. I do a hundred percent. You did what you wanted to do. You did. Simple. And I don't want to hear that because when you start talking that talk, oh, I did it because of him. This, are you saying that his mind is superior to yours? Right. Are you saying that his wants and needs yeah. are more important than your own guess I what, mean, my, what you, know, you know when i hear women say that it really bothers me because i don't know what that's game that they're running to because it's like are you saying it because of money because if he didn't have the go. money that he had there you go would you do it right if you didn't right. want to it's, it, absolutely you weighed your options Listen, honey absolutely that's at the top of the list when you talk about people with money Mm -hmm. When you talk about people with money, one person with money versus the other person, uh, you know, who has no money, then that's what you're always talking about. And I, that, and I have to say, this is, and we don't know, and I'm, we're just, this is just our opinion, we're in our opinion. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because we don't want anybody coming after us because we don't know these people. We're just basing it on the things that we hear they, them say. Yeah. But sis, just be honest about it. You did what you wanted to do at the time. Right. And just that plain and simple. Come okay. on. All okay. right, Ma, we're going to move on to our next person in out of pocket or on the money, which is Mr. 50 Cent. So 50 Cent is a oh. suspect in criminal battery after throwing his microphone and it hit a spectator at a concert. And so oh. the spectator at the concert is a radio host, Brianna Monaghan. And she yeah. was hit and filed a police report this past Wednesday and law enforcement are saying, you know, that obviously they believe that it was unintentional, that 50 Cent would not um, in any way, you know, strike somebody with a microphone. But 50 appeared to get really upset because he was given several microphones during a live performance and none of them worked. So he slammed them down. And then one time he actually threw one into the audience and the microphone, you know, hit the woman. And okay. the victim is saying that, the, the victim told cops 50 Cent looked directly at her before throwing the mic. So at least according to her, 50 Cent knew that she was there. We do believe, and most people believe, according to TMZ, that 50 Cent did not intentionally, obviously, try to hurt this woman that he didn't even know. Um, right. 
So, Ma, uh, what do you think should happen in this case? Uh, 50's got to pay the medical bill and give a few dollars for her inconvenience and, and everything. 50 got to spend a few dollars. Uh, I don't think he was really any criminal intent and all that bull no, crap. No. no. But what I do think is that it was an accident that he caused and he needs to pay for. That's mm. what I That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, and then the next time he'll just, you know, be a little bit more careful. That's all. That's all. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. what I that's what I that's what I think as well. You know, I don't I really um I'm almost a hundred percent sure that he was not trying to hurt that woman. Nah, so. nah, nah. He, but, he was interested. But, he didn't even know he hurt her until he maybe got sued or whatever. But guess yeah. what, Ma? Doesn't what? matter if you if you intentionally hurt someone or if you uh hurt them inadvertently, you still well, um are responsible. Now, now I think it, people should go after you a little bit harder when it's with intention. But oh yeah, it, well of course. Oh, oh, intention is a whole other thing. That's yeah. on a different level. And I don't right. think it was intentional. Um, no, absolutely not. You know, no reason to even give that a thought. But he, you know, he needs to, you know, cough up a little bit of money and, and get it straightened out. Yeah. Okay, Ma. Um, and finally, um, Medvedev, who is a very popular tennis player, oh. currently the number three tennis player in the world, who is at the U.S. Yeah. Open right now, um, could probably use a refresher on, you know, tennis etiquette at this point after he flew off the handle a couple of times on this uh past Thursday in which he lost to school because he lost like several match points and he decided he may to... have lost the points but he won the match he did win the match um, but yeah. he started screaming at some you know members in the audience who were you know chatting and walking by you know walking back to their seats and he told them can you shut up guys um, are you stupid or what and then of course the audience booed yeah. him and right. one of the women had her little beer in her hand and she blew him a kiss um, and you know, we know that he's known to just kind of like throw tantrums and he was like pushing the camera away from him when they were coming up to him trying to talk, pushing everything uh, aside. Now, Ma, yeah. I don't know if you know this, Medvedev is also seven years ago, he was playing against um, a fellow tennis player who happened to be black. Uh, and I guess like maybe I think his name was Donald Young. Donald Young was either winning. Yeah, Donald Young. I remember him. Well, Medvedev went up to the umpire who happened to be black and said to him, "Oh, you you favor him because that's your friend. That, yeah. yeah, that's your friend." Yeah. And they and he got disqualified. They got rid of him because they felt yeah. that that was racist. Well, Medvedev is nasty. Right, yeah. right, and and Medvedev says that people don't like him because he's Russian and they discriminate against him, and and that is correct. Probably all of that is true. <laughs> um, you know, just saying. Nasty. How but about, how about like his personality? Yes, right. Absolutely. Okay. So, my out of pocket or on the money? Oh, he's out of pocket all the time. He's always out of pocket, and he and you know what? He if he gets a few more boos, I think that'll calm him down. You know, yeah. when you walk that on the court, if he gets a few more boos, because obviously he's easily rattled by I anything. Oh, he sometimes he likes boos. He's like, come on, come on. I've seen him do that. Come on, now, come on. Now, now, you know what? Because he doesn't get enough of them. If he gets mm -hmm. enough of them, uh, you know, he'll he'll start to feel some sort of way about it. I mm -hmm. hope so, man. I hope yeah, so. he's, play he's playing that game now because right. he doesn't get often enough. But if he starts getting it every time he turns around, Oh my gosh, the people don't like me. Hey, he's only human. 
He's only human. If he gets enough of it, he'll get tired of it. Okay. All right. So that was it. And we both and, agree out of and he needs And he needs a few more spankings, too. Mm-hmm. He needs a few more spankings on that tennis court. Oh, don't worry. It'll come to him. Let's see. Let's see how he is against Alcatraz or uh, against uh, Djokovic. Let's see what happens there. Yeah, he's he's going to get it. Okay, ma. Um, so we have some questions. What's Matthew Davis banking? What is he? Three, three. Three. Okay. Well, we know for sure he's got two more above him, right? Yep. Okay. All right. Let's see how it goes. Okay, ma. We have some questions from the listeners, uh, and so actually three questions to be. Well, we have several other, but just three we're highlighting right now. Okay. Um, so, um, hi, Naomi. I really enjoy when you give us your opinion, straight up, no chaser. When do you think you're going to do another Naomi knows best segment? Um, I don't know, but I'd anticipate that will make room for some of them this fall, you know, in the mm-hmm. upcoming uh, few weeks. Okay. And, and thank you. I appreciate that. I oh. appreciate hearing from, from all the listeners. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Peju, how many times have you been married? Your mom always talks about your multiple husbands. Really? Oh. Really? Oh, oh. I'm not okay. So see, only twice. I've only, only had. I've only been married twice. Okay, so I guess technically that's multiple, but I've only been married twice. Good, see, ma. See. Okay. Okay. Oh, I all see. right. Okay. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad. They that person probably got us on a day when we had a couple more cocktails than normal. Okay. okay. And finally, and this is for the both of us. What's been your favorite alcohol brand on the show? Highlighted on the show. Oh no, I can never, uh, I can never go there because um, you know they're all good in their different ways. I can never go there. One is more of a buzz. One is more potent. One is more mellow. Uh, the one will get you uh, feeling good quicker when you can sip on and be mellow or evening oh no they're they're it's just too much it's just too they're all just really really good and 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 in a way that's a problem because they all are so good no i can't i can't just choose one well i I can choose one and i'm gonna tell you what it is what it it is. is what it is daughter what it is Okay, and so. <laughs> all right. Oh, that was cute. All right, oh, so let's so, so let let's move on, Bob. We need to let people know. Um, we did watch what was the show that we watched? The Ultimatum. We finished the finale, um, and the reunion, Bob. Did you have any thoughts on the Ultimatum, which is on uh Netflix right now? Marry me or move on finale uh we had brian and lisa we had antonio and roxanne we had james and ryan we had alex and kate and we had trey and raya uh any thoughts on the outcomes of these people ryan and lisa were the biggest duds on the show but they pulled out early on Mm -hmm. and uh, they were just just should have never even been involved with it they were just a big zero Mm -hmm. as far as and I won't even comment specifically on any of that stuff. 
but I didn't like them. Uh, Lisa was way nastier and more aggressive than was appropriate or than was called for. Uh, Brian was way more accommodating and just really passive-aggressive. He's a personification of passive-aggressive. People use that expression all the time, but my man is straight-up passive-aggressive. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, and, and Lisa was just very unlikable. Goodbye. I'm mm-hmm. glad they were out early. Sorry for the circumstances and feel that they were just inappropriate for the show, period. And I'm still looking sideways at them at how it went down. You know, whatever was revealed, I don't think she just found out on the show. Okay. I, 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 about, her, about her having a baby. About You right, can tell right, people. About, fun. Right. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I just really, they, they were just a big dud all the way around. You know, um, Antonio and Roxanne. My, oh, can I just uh, comment? Let me let me comment no. since we're doing it that way. So Brian no. and Lisa, no. I'm, I'm totally in agreement with you. I didn't like how Lisa carried herself. I didn't like the way that she attacked Raya. Uh, there's nothing wrong with working at Hooters. Uh, and she had she had no business calling Raya out of her name because of her own insecurities. I see why Brian and Lisa aren't married because Lisa is not able to control herself. You should never embarrass yourself the way that you did. And you should never treat your person that you say that you love. You should not be getting physical with him. You are 32 years old. You are not 12. Yeah. All right. Uh, um, you know what? You know what? There's a, there's a little quote from one of the songs and I forget which group made this song, but what I'm going to do is just quote to you something for Lisa. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Okay? Isn't it Ice Cube? Yes. Because whatever it is that you think you're doing, you are subverting your own goals. Remember that whole concept? Self-sabotage? That's what you're doing. Okay? So if you don't want to consider anybody in on the planet but yourself, please know that you were self-destructing, okay? That's what you're doing. So that's all I want to say for you, um, Lisa. And Brian, like I said, the ultimate cowardice, real cowardly, okay? That's all I want to say. Real passive-aggressive. I don't all like right. it. Okay, go. N- next couple, Antonio and Roxanne. Uh, oh, gosh. Ma. Uh, I'll start store for this and you can finish. Um Antonio, Roxanne is controlling and looks at you um, and she doesn't think of you very in a very highly way. She thinks of you as somebody who is beneath her. Uh, she's not trying to get married. Um, and so I would run. That's what I have to say. Yeah, you know what? Let me tell you something. Roxanne, you are just part of a clown show, Okay. You're just as much of a clown as those shoes that you wear, okay? Let me just say this to you. You act like you're the, the, uh, the head mistress or CEO of um, Amazon or SpaceX or something like that. And come to find out you sell pasties to put on women's nipples. You act like you do something that you got the cure for cancer, or you're exploring space, or you have the cure for climate control. You act like what you do is so damn haughty, and you doing some uh, shit that you can see up and down at any little cheap store uh, along the strip mall, selling pasties to put on somebody's nipples. I probably bought some. I probably bought some of those. Listen, nothing wrong with pasties. 
They're wonderful. But don't act like they're anything more than a little cosmetic gimmick. Right. Okay? Don't act like that you cured cancer. Don't act like you got the what you do is so lofty and wonderful and great. Oh, you're in business. You're in business. Don't act like you're helping solve anybody's problems. Because if your biggest problems are all you need is pasties, you can just don't wear a bra and forget it. Okay? All mm-hmm. right? Now, you know, you can, uh, you know, put makeup on your nipples for that matter. You can do any number of things if that's what you feel like doing. Okay? You know, all right. Nonsense, Roxanne. Acting like what you're doing is so great and so good because it's not. It's a business, yes, but is it such a noble business? Is it such a business that's going to change the life and quality of life for mankind? Hell no. Okay, you're selling damn pasties that people have been wearing ever since they had strip clubs, okay? Okay. Now it's just it's an everyday thing. So don't turn up your nose. At, what's his name? Antonio. Antonio. Antonio yeah. Lisa's is working custom, customizing cars or whatever he's doing. Okay? Yeah. So, and know, that's something that we all could use. All right. You got that right. And what you're doing is halfway porn stuff. Okay? There's nothing wrong with porn. The, nothing wrong with anything. But just mm-hmm. don't act like you're doing something to elevate mankind because you're not. Okay? All right. You're really right. not. I didn't know. I didn't like that about her. when I find out what she was doing. Oh, my business, my business. I'm thinking she's doing something really, really, really helping out the community. Really working hard. And you selling some damn pasties. And you know, no, 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 no. And then you turn your nose up at somebody. Something's wrong with that. It's just a clown show. And and I'm you right. and Antonio are just two buffoons. And that's right. what I no. Ma, we gotta we gotta move through these what? next three pretty quickly. James mm-hmm. and James and Ryan, the couple that's been together for at this point now eight years. No, oh, no comment. Okay. I hope they work it out. Okay. That's high school. They was high school lovers. Let's hope they grow together. I hope so too. I'm not really, you that's, know, feeling them together as a couple. A lot of issues with it or you know, Ryan. They're getting married this month, ma. Yeah, Ryan is as sweet as pie and all that kind of stuff, but she's very, very, very rigid. She's very, very, very inflexible. Um, I so, hope you all work it out. I hope it lasts. I hope you. I hope you all grow together, and that's so, what I'm going to say. J- just want to recap: Brian and Lisa not ready to get married. This is according to them. Uh, Antonio and Roxanne. I don't know about what you mean then. It's according to him. Well, according to him. According to Brian. She's my bad. Right. Well, he's so no date. Antonio. Well, that's the best, the best of part. Right. Antonio and Roxanne, according to Roxanne, not ready to get married yet. Antonio says he wants to marry her today. Um, James Roxanne, and- Roxanne is the one who took off her ring and has got yeah. a whole bunch of other fake ass stuff going on. Go ahead. Uh, James and Ryan are getting married in September. They're getting married this month. So, okay. okay. Alex and Kat, they are getting married in May of 2024. I actually see this couple maybe working out because they right. have personalities well, seem, that complement each other. Right. They seem the most in balance. Right. In I in balance, not imbalance, not not balance. They seem the most together. They seem that they're working together more closely than any of the other couples that I've seen up there. I agree. All right. And finally, Trey and Raya, 
who have set a date for 2025. I think, I think that's kind of far to set, uh, you know. Because I'm getting all kind of signals from them. Yeah. And, and I, I, I don't know. Trey is a sweet guy. Uh, I don't, I don't know how inflexible he is either because he has his mind set on a certain thing and she, you know, has a different path in mind. I don't know what compromise they came to or if they have actually come to a compromise at all. I don't know if and they do. They live in Atlanta now. Do where they live in? Cause she wanted I, to move to Atlanta. They're I, from I, South I, Carolina. I don't know. Cause one is, this, it claims to be a city mouse and one is a country mouse. So I don't know. And and it isn't where either one of them said they're willing to change at this time. Right. Maybe by twenty twenty five, they'll they will have changed. Okay. Um. All right, Ma. So since this is Labor Day weekend, I thought we should probably talk about actually like labor. So here are we're gonna do the ten top ten worst and best companies to work for in retail in 2023. And this is according to a survey done by Glassdoor, actually their ratings. So Ma, um, if you have any comment in between that you want to stop me at, you know, please let me know. So we're going to start at number two, number 10, sorry. Number 10 worst company is Kroger. And this is based on uh, the employees of the company, uh, managers are generally rude to their employees and, oh. um, you know, and the wages, the pay is normally low. So their low score is a th overall, uh, 3.1 out of what? Out of 10? Out of five. Out of five. Okay. Yeah. Um, number nine, we have Walgreens. Walgreens just barely, you know, is in there a little bit under uh, Kroger's. Uh, the common thread is the low pay. Okay. And that they're saying employees are promised a raise at the year mark and many of them never get it. Right. They never get it or they never stay there long enough to get it. They never. I, well, I guess they never stay there long enough to get I it. I mean, probably. The same thing in right. essence, you know. Yeah. Um, Coming in. At number eight uh, is Claire's stores. And it's okay. the same thing with Claire's stores about not low wages. Low wages. Okay. Um, number seven is Joanne's stores. And they feel that the there's poor management across the board um, okay. at Joanne's stores. Uh, number six, my, unfortunately, is Petco which there's been over 5,600 reviews and um, the employees that work there complain about relatively low pay and how the con is enhanced by the fact that most employees are given really, really minimal hours. And the other main concern is how the management is not up to par uh, with what you would think for a company that has been around for so long. Okay, keep going. Number five is Dollar Tree. Need well, I say more about... Right, we aren't surprised. Go ahead. Number Go ahead. four is Carvana. Yeah, uh, just Who? a lot of Carvana. You mean the car store? The car store. Get out, the, the vending machine. Yes. 
horror story? Yes, lots of complaints. Very low rating um, overall from Carvana. Oh, I'm, the others I'm not surprised. But Carvana, I'm a little bit surprised. Yeah, they say they feel that the team leads don't follow a protocol. And there's just a lot of complaints from workers. Okay. Um, coming in at number three is Family Dollar Stores. Not surprised at that, Mom. Are you? No. So far, the long hours and working six, frankly, long hours and working six days a week for low pay. Uh, oh. Uh, number two, Game Stop. I'm kind of surprised at that. Um, low wages in comparison to what the job entails. Um, management employees are rated poorly. And, um, you know, there's too many staff meetings and constant micromanagement that actually oh. hinder the work performance. Oh, wow. And number one, Ma, is Dollar General as being the worst company to work in retail in 2023. Yes, okay. some workers make a work more than 60 hours a week without reasonable compensation. These are the managers that we're referring to. Okay. All right. You're not surprised, right? No. Only, only Carvana. Because I thought they would have had better overall pay and conditions for the employee. Me too. Okay. Oh. So these are the top 10 best companies to work for in retail okay. in 2023. So okay. we're going to go, starting at number 10 is REI, Recreation, Recreational Equipment Incorporated. And, um, you know, the employees are pretty, you know, happy with the way they are treated. They feel it's very diverse and the employees are happy. Uh, okay. Um, right. Coming in at number nine, Ma, is J. Crew, which is a fashion retail company. Yeah. And yes. they feel as though um, the management treats them well. They have an overall positive attitude towards their employers and that they like the, the general practice of the company and they feel that the brand practices what it preaches as, a, as unique individuals were also better together. Okay. Um, coming in at number eight is Anthropology, which is another company um, that is very fashionable furniture. They're very diverse. Um, and they appear to really see the beauty in, you know, in everyone. And, and employees love how they are treated. Okay. Okay. Coming in um, at number, where are we? Number seven um, is Adidas. Now, you know, oh, Adidas has a very oh, high rating and um, they feel as though the employees are treated well. Okay. Um, coming in at number six good, good is Adidas. All right. Yeah. Coming in at number six is Trader Joe's. And we know that Trader Joe's is all around. Um, and Trader Joe's has Trader a... Joe's, Trader Joe's has good food, too. They have good food. Yeah, they talk about yeah. how the food is good. They say how the employees are treated. And, um, you know, they just feel as though they are really part of the team. So that's okay. good to hear. I like that. Yeah. Um, coming in at number five, Ma, is Levi's. Uh, and so they also have been able to keep up with, with times because Le Levi's has been around for a long time. A lot of positive reviews from, from the employees across the board. And they feel as though that they are heard by the employees, their employers. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. 
Um, coming in at number four, this is a one that I would not think of is Costco, Ma. Um, Costco. I, I, did. I thought I thought about it. I really? know something good about. Yeah, I've heard good things about Costco. What did you hear about them that was so good? Um, good pay, mm-hmm. uh, good employee employer relationships. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard good about Costco. All that. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, coming in, Ma, at number three is Wegmans. And so Wegmans Food Markets, um, they, the people are extremely happy. Uh, many positive reviews um, just from the employees. And they like how the employers treat them. All right. And they, and they also love their commitment to the community. Okay. okay. Coming in, Ma. At number two is H-E-B, and I love H-E-B. I like H-E-B, too. And H-E-B has one product in particular I love. Mm. I like H-E-B, too. Yes. Yeah. Highest positive reviews out of all of the grocery retailers in America. And they are known to, you know, treat their employees well, make them feel at home, like family. Um, And they also value mental health. They value mental health and they also uh, value their customers as well. Uh, So really good with that. Now, this is a surprise because this um, company is a little uh, more on the high end. And so you never know um, how people are going to treat their employees. But apparently... Uh, they treat their employees really, really well. Okay. That is Lululemon. Is that number oh, one? Oh, nice. I was really surprised at that. Me too. You know? Me um, too. They really give back to the community. They, you know, they practice, you know, better sustainability. Um, they like to give their employees as much knowledge as possible. Their rates are pretty good. Uh, you know, employee satisfaction is one of their top uh, priorities. So that's really good to hear. I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so, Mine, hey, is there anything what? on there that you think is missing from either one of those lists? No. I, I, I'm very happy to hear about the, the positive sides. Yes. The, the, on the lower ends, is kind of it's kind of what you would, like I said, only one thing really threw me off. Mm-hmm. Well, two things threw me off. One was that Lululemon was at the top, which is really sweet. I would have never thought that. That's wonderful. That's good to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, in Costco, I already knew had a really good reputation, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Carvana, I'm scratching my head with that one. Yeah, okay. me too. How that got on the lower end of, you know. Not good. End, you know, thing. So I don't know what happened with Carvana, but uh, I would not have expected it. You know, just to, even for the type of business that it is. I would not have expected uh, Carvana to be on that list at all. So, but good. Oh, that was good. I like that. Okay, sweetie. All right, Ma, I need you to tell me three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, the moon. And let me see what else. I think that Fonnie Willis is my Shiro. That's all I'm going to say. All right. You might follow up with that on the next podcast. Okay. Okay. Not going to go into it this time. All right. Uh, For me, uh, mine is nowhere near as as serious and profound as your last one. Um, So Tom Holland's funny pic of Zendaya celebrating her 27th birthday is really cute. Check it out um, on Instagram or, you know, on X. Uh, Or, yeah, or on Threads. Okay, number two. I thought this was really cool, ladies. Nebraska's volleyball, female volleyball 
team broke the record for an attendance for having over 90,000 fans in the stadium. Go ladies. That's a that's a record. Love oh, wonderful. And volleyball oh, for women is becoming the number one sport. So what ball for women? Volleyball. Oh, volleyball. volleyball. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love volleyball. Oh, cool. Anyway, yeah. And number three, NFL season starts on September 7th, Mom. All right. So, all Sounds right, Mom. Good. Sounding good. Anything you want to say before we go? Yes. I want to say for everyone, stay prayed up, stay prayerful, stay careful, stay hydrated, stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Go vote. The end. Okay. <laughs> Everyone, thanks for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, on X, and on Threads. I'm at the Bambushi Happy Hour and also All Things Page You. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. All Things Pays You, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour, guys. Send us your emails at info at bambushihappyhour.com and also send us your DMs. We're going to have some really cool stuff coming from you for you uh, coming this fall. We really appreciate you. And on the next podcast, we will let you know what the September book of the month is. And we'll also have our site updated by this following Wednesday. All right, guys, be safe and enjoy your Labor Day weekend. Enjoy your holiday weekend, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.